0: Hello, I'm Azaria, and this podcast is called Never Too Young, and it is about different people who made a difference. And today I have a special episode for Christmas, and it is about Queen Charlotte and, she br- and how she brought the first Christmas tree to England. Charlotte wasn't like other princesses. While her sisters looked forward to dressing up for balls, Charlotte bundled up and scurried outside to check on her winter's time. Seeing the evergreen leaves shiver in the chilly wind, she blanketed them in pine boughs to keep them warm. Her parents shook their heads and she raced in. Late for dinner, her cheeks dried from the cold. Her plain dress smudged, her hands filled with yew berries and a few extra ba- boughs. Don't they smell wonderful, Charlotte asked. Soon, Charlotte, you'll have to act like a queen, her mother said. Charlotte's lip trembled. Her mother smiled. But for now, I think these would look pretty with our Yule bow. And just like that, Charlotte was happy again. Charlotte was born in 1744 in Mecklenburg, Germany, before hardly anyone had heard of a Christmas tree, including Charlotte. But every Christmas, she decorated a yew branch with colored paper, flowers, nuts, fruits, and candles. When she she turned 17, everything changed. An earl arrived from England with a proposal from King George III who had just been crowned at the age of 22. Charlotte had never met George. She didn't know she liked him, but her family was thrilled and her village celebrated what they hoped would be a lasting bond between England and Germany. Then Charlotte boarded a ship with her brother, the Earl and his men, and three ladies from the English court. They were taking her to her new home. What would you find there? How could she fit in? She couldn't ask the ladies even if she dared because she didn't speak English. Her clothes weren't as elegant as the ladies who waited on her, once she caught the muffling laughter when they walked in on her darn, darning pair of socks. Not much of a queen, she imagined them saying. Sitting alone in her room below deck, she reached for a special trunk she'd packed herself. She pried it open. She breathed deeply as she lifted out a yew branch. With this she can make magic in her new home. Six hours after she arrived in London, Charlotte married George on September 8, 1761. Ladies and lords of the court loved dressing up for dazzling balls, but the new queen didn't. To Charlotte's delight, she found George didn't care for balls either. Instead, they spent many happy hours walking together. He gave her a cottage and two gardens where she could grow things. Prince George is their first child. Then came Prince Frederick, Prince William, and Princess Charlotte. Over the years, the King and the Queen had 15 children, but two of them, Prince Alfred and Prince Octavius, died when they were little. That made Charlotte all the more determined to treasure the children here survived. Char- Charlotte cherished all the children in England too. In 1800, when people chattered with excitement about the start of the next century, she tried to think of something special she could do for children, but what? Then she remembered her childhood Christmases and how happy she'd been. What if she threw a Christmas party for children? Yes, a Christmas party for 100 children to celebrate the new century. Charlotte gathered nuts, fruit, and string. She collected colored papers, toys, and candles, and she placed the Yule Branch on her longest table. The children at court helped her cut, string, fold, and wrap. It was pretty, but not different enough from other Christmas parties she'd thrown over the years. Not different enough to be the party of the century. What could Charlotte do? Charlotte grabbed her hat and coat and went to her favorite place, to think, outside. She gazed at the snow and the trees glistening in the lantern light. Suddenly, she had an idea. She called the gardener. Are you sure? He asked. Charlotte was sure. Together, they dragged an entire tree into the great hall. The children would arrive any minute. Hurrying, Charlotte and her young helpers hung almonds and raisins, fruits, colored papers, and small wax candles on the branches of the tree. Clop, clop, clop. Horses drew closer. Quickly, Charlotte grabbed the presents she'd wrapped and scattered them under the the branches. The great doors heaved open. Children streamed in to see Charlotte like the last candle. Merry Christmas, Charlotte told the children. She beamed as she watched them meet and play and marvel. Charlotte had made 100 children very happy. She wondered how she could make more children happy too. Over the next few years, she thought and thought and then went to work with her new ideas. She built orphanages so more children would have cozy beds and loving people to look after them. She put extra beds and helpers in hospitals for expectant mothers so more women could survive to take care of their children. The tradition of the Cursus Tree continues today, just as the hospital Queen Charlotte champion continues. And so do stories about Charlotte, who wasn't like other princesses. She didn't like fancy balls and sometimes, well a lot of times, smudged her gowns. But she is remembered and honored as one of the kindest and most beloved queens. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening.